0: Hey welcome to Cinema Puradiso, the good, bad, and ugly movie podcast. In the studio with me today is my good friend Doug Bass. Hey, What's how are up, you? Doug? What's up, Doug? Doug's going a comedian. On?
1: Yeah, I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Doug, what you been doing? What, what you got going on? Uh,
1: what do I have going on? Let's see. Um well, it's good to be here. Uh, I know we, we've been wanting to do this for a while, so I'm glad that we're doing it. Um, I uh, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot going. I have a show this Friday at the Comedy Store. I don't know when this airs. It'll probably be obsolete by the time that. Well, happens. I think Monday. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> so everyone will wish that they had gone <laughs> when they hear this Monday. Um, so that's Friday, um, and that's about it. I'm just writing a lot of stuff. Uh, I just moved into a house, so like that's been consuming my life for the past like month i haven't wanted to do anything else besides like unpack and organize things i get very like anal when it comes to like i don't know where this is i don't know where you know i need i need i need time to like figure that out again so i've been focused on that as exciting as that sounds yeah (laughs) but that's about it yeah nothing nothing major um just just writing a lot doing stand-up um Shooting little videos here and there. Get, yeah, getting back into that videography, that kind of thing. That's a that's a hobby of mine. Yep. So um, yeah, that's about it.
0: But well, you're also a business owner too. Aren't I Yeah, I,
1: I, I have a dog walking business. Uh, that's been pretty busy. That keeps me busy. Um, as well as that, I do videography, stand up comedy. Um, I make short little films, and you know that's 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 pretty much enough to keep me busy i would say no, that's cool <laughs> at this point yeah so halloween is coming up so you know oh yeah to, i still don't have a costume i gotta figure that out for tomorrow night yeah i'm slacking this year in that department which is not like me i usually am very halloween orientated but again the moving like i don't know I, my whole my whole like Thing just got messed up when that happened. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense.
0: No, it does. <laughs> no, moving takes a lot out of you.
1: They say, they say like moving is like one of the top five stress, stressful uh, events in your life that happens. Yeah. It's like that, divorce, death in the family, losing a job, and, um, I don't know, going on a diet maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Were you doing anything fun for Halloween? Um,
1: My friend's having a party. I think we're going to go to that. But that's about it. That's cool. Yeah. I have a house now, so I think maybe, uh, hopefully, there'll be trick-or-treaters. I'm excited to maybe that happen. Maybe there'll be, like, two people that come to the door. Yeah. uh, As opposed to, like, when you live in an apartment, no one comes. Right. So... I don't know. Which is why I live in the apartment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as much as PJ loves Halloween, he's like, I don't want any trick-or-treaters that's, coming to bother me.
0: That's right.
1: I feel like you would have a lot of fun with that. Like You'd put on one of these 80 million masks that you have and just scare the crap out of these kids or something like
0: yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you see where I live and what you had to do to get up here. I mean, it's like yeah. way in the you'd back have of to, the building. You'd have to go like down
1: onto the street uh, curbside and sit there yeah. next to a pile of trash and pretend you're like a dead pumpkin or something yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be your whole night and I think I think you are way too busy to be
0: doing that yeah. so <laughs> yeah actually I was pretty busy uh, pre-Halloween because I, I I do a couple alternative stand-up characters
1: oh, okay yeah I saw you posting that yeah, yeah
0: I do Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees
1: right now what show is that hmm? the show that you do that for is thats that is that a? I
0: just movie? well I, I, I started doing it in cos for cosplay comedy okay yeah which if you know Kyle Christ, that, that's yes. that's his thing. So uh, I, I developed the characters doing his shows, and I just liked him so much that I, and and people who saw me perform them said, "Hey, I you know I got this <laughs> Halloween show, could you jump on it?" That's or great. This and that. yeah. and,
1: that's like like an alter ego of your stand-up stuff. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: and and uh, yeah, I'm I'm true to form too. Like like Jason, I call him Jason the hacked um, the hack comic. And so he's a lot like Andrew Dice Clay, and someone who saw me the other night, uh, it was another comedian who said, and, and uh, he he tagged off it or riffed off it and called me uh, Andrew Andrew Slice Slay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that could be a whole new yeah, career for that character. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. Yeah, I like that because you get to be like some of your your favorite. Uh, heroes or villains in this in this case you know? right because i've seen people do like Batman or right you know, that kind of thing which is pretty cool and i, I do michael
0: myers too and, and true to form he does not talk yeah so it's all flashcards that's pretty cool that's yeah. a lot of
1: work flashcards how, how long it is, is the set
0: the set's <laughs> only about three or four minutes okay. because and it's only like four <laughs> jokes yeah but it takes three to four minutes to get through it <laughs> right. so and i was I, even like writing more jokes i was like wait you know do you have like the music playing yeah, and stuff like yeah the is? music yeah. plays throughout the whole thing that's
1: pretty cool. I'll have to come see that next time we do
0: it. And, cool. and Jason yeah he's just very Andrew Dice Clay-ish and he does poetry too yeah
1: I want to see did someone do Chucky no,
0: no I haven't seen anyone do Chucky oh yet oh my god I want to see that you gotta find someone <laughs>
1: to do Chucky I don't know have you seen the new Child's play did you see that I did see the new I Child's play I am I'm, I'm curious to see
0: it um Killer Robots
1: yeah <laughs>
0: I already saw that movie when it was called Chopping Mall. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's the <laughs> thing. They're remaking a lot of stuff now, like all these. Oh yeah.
0: Guys. Well, okay. Speaking of remakes, all right. So they remade The Grudge. Okay. Second time. Which
1: is already a remake, right? Right. Of a of a. Ju-On. Yes, that's right.
0: Correct. So mm-hmm. there was Juon, Japanese horror film, then Juon, The Grudge, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. who was directed by it was directed by the same director. And that was with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yes, I, right? I saw that. Yeah. And so, so now they're making it remake. They remade it again, and it's coming out in January. So right there, January tells you that, eh, maybe it's not so good. Yeah. Yeah. Because January it's, is the dumping. It's the ground. shit
1: month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what I love though. Like I, I, you know, I think I think I know this about you because like, you'll go see like any movie that's out there. Yeah. Like what what I've noticed, like we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but I've mm-hmm. noticed from your you know social media presence that like. When it comes out, you're there. Like you're there open. Like I'm jealous of you because you go like the night that it's out, or the day after, or something right. like that. And like I used to do that. I kind of want to get back into doing that. But like, no matter how bad it is, how good it is, you are there to yep. support it, and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Even the worst of the worst, Yeah. you're like excited to see it. To well, see when it. <laughs>
0: you when you do a bad movie podcast, yeah. you got to seek out bad movies. Uh,
1: absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and like that—that's the case with like you know, I guess the movie we're gonna talk about tonight. Like, yeah. I went out of my way to like yeah rented to see how bad it was you know right. like i watched that before like i committed to seeing great movies that i have not had time to watch yet. right because i was just like this sounds like more fun for some reason right and people are like why are you wasting your time i'm like i don't know you know i just want something mindless and i want to sit there and enjoy it in a, in a horrible way
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, g- getting back to the re-remakes, uh, there's also a re-remake of Black Christmas coming out in December. Oh,
1: I like the original, I
0: think, yeah. Yeah, the original's awesome. Yeah. 70s, Bob yeah. Clark. Yeah, yeah. Guy who made Porky's and Christmas right. Story.
1: Yeah, poor, yeah, so they're remaking that. I didn't know that. Okay.
0: Yeah, well, the, the, the last remake was, I think, 2007. Yeah, I didn't see that one. It's, it's bad. <laughs> and so this one it's loosely based I mean if you watch the trailer there's a lot of elements you can say okay they took that from the original they took that from the original Mm -hmm. but but there's there's quite a bit different there's like so much different they could have called it something else yeah I mean if they wanted to call it Black Christmas they could have called it Black Christmas (laughs) 2 or or Black Christmas 2019 something
1: something with like a reboot like kind of tailspin on it or something right yeah, it's just yeah, Porky. Speaking of Porky, like I wonder if they'll ever remake Porky's. Thinking of that now, um, <laughs> I just, yeah, there's some of these are like I don't know, I don't know, they don't need to be remade at all.
0: Right, they and don't. That's, that's
1: the problem, you know. It's like I'd rather go watch the original uh, anytime, and and the remake, I'm just like I don't know, I you know, it's 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 such a waste of energy. It just seems like because it's like they never get it right. The people that grew up with the originals are pissed. Right. Yeah. When it comes out. The, the, the younger generation goes to see it, but I don't know if they've watched the originals or they just say, oh, this looks cool, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know how it works. I don't have a kid, so I can't, like, I can't pick, a, like, a 14-year-old's mind yet about this stuff, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the only remakes that really work are when you take a really old movie, like Scarface. Yeah. You know, it was that, that movie was, like, the 20s or the 30s? Well, it must have been the 30s because it was sound. You know, right. and then yeah. and then what Brian De Palma did with that was awesome.
1: Yeah, I agree because like that that is something like that's a huge generation. Like no one saw, yeah, like I mean, people have seen it, but like a, a, the mass right. majority of film goers now didn't see the nineteen thirty right. version or whatever, and introducing it into a whole new thing. But like when they remake something like seven years after it was made, right? No, that's it's like, ridiculous. No, no, no. It's like yeah, it's it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So, right that's what i don't understand
0: but another great remake too is john carpenter's the thing which you know that was a yeah. 50s schlocky sci-fi film and he turned it into something really great
1: right yeah <laughs> yeah I, yeah i didn't see the re- I, yeah i i am steering clear of a lot of these remakes i catch them like when they're on itunes or something and i'm like all right let me see let me see how this is or let me you know let me watch a couple
0: scenes right
1: <laughs> i don't even know if i want to watch the whole thing
0: does well, it. aside from remakes, how about uh, 10 years later sequels like Zombieland Double Tap?
1: Yeah. Okay. So that <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, I'm thinking about that. So yeah, I did see that a couple weeks ago. Um, and that was 10 years, 10 years ago though. Originally, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because like it doesn't, see, I lose track of the time. Like that seems like it came out like, you know, maybe four years ago. And I'm like, oh yeah, it has been 10 years. Now I'm feeling really old. But um yeah, Zombieland Double Tap. Um, I think it did pretty well, right? For, mm-hmm. like, you know, because the, the fan base is still there. Zombie, mm-hmm. any zombie thing is huge right now because of Walking Dead and everything. Well, you know, but, yeah. I mean,
0: it's like... <laughs> it's getting old.
1: It's getting old, but, I mean, I feel like there's always going to be that audience for it. I mean, I had fun watching it. You, you saw it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I oh, mean, yeah. I, 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 I the The original was better, I think. But uh, this one was more violent. It seemed like.
0: Yeah, yeah, I thought it was ten times yeah. more gorier, Yeah. For sure. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, I forgot that um, oh Abigail Breslin. I was like, oh yeah, she's in this. I was like, I forgot she was in this. Because um, like I had I didn't like rewatch the original before I went to go see the sequel, so mm-hmm. it was like the last time I had seen the original was probably when it came out. So I was like, oh yeah, do I have to put any? pieces together like what am i missing what am i forgetting but it all came bad to me since i started watching it yeah so, yeah it, it awesome. also
0: had leah thompson's daughter
1: oh She's yeah so we douche oh that's right i didn't know i didn't know that was her daughter <laughs> yeah okay all right And her dad is
0: howard douche
1: yeah so she stole the movie I thought yeah she was excellent she was really good yeah yeah okay all right, I didn't know that that was her daughter. That's but now I now looking at her it makes sense. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, she was really funny.
1: She was really funny. I was like, wow, this girl stole the movie. Out right out from Emma Stone and Woody and everyone. Like I was like this is it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if I I don't want to give spoilers away, but can we do we do that on this? I don't know. Probably
0: not. Well, I mean, well you want to talk about the tag at the end of the movie?
1: Uh we can't I don't
0: know, let's not do that no that would that's a no, spoiler. it's still it's,
1: it's new still yeah let's give people not, a let's chance to go see it if you haven't seen it go see it it's pretty good um but yeah that was fun Zombieland um yeah I, I do want to watch some uh, horror movies I think tomorrow being Halloween week um and I want to figure out what to watch. I don't know if I want to go watch some classics or watch some you know crappy remakes of stuff that I haven't gotten to yet
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched this movie, Satanic Panic, last night. How was that? It was okay. It's a comedy horror film about this pizza delivery girl who gets uh, delivers a house uh, delivers a pizza to a house full of Satanists. Satanists. Okay. <laughs> that are performing a ritual and they need a virgin. Of course, she is one. Of
1: course, yeah. What is What is a movie that <laughs> like you growing up as a kid like? like, scared you? Like, a horror movie that, like, you know, when you're, like, you know, five to, like, nine years old, like, you're scared watching it. All
0: right. Well, not watching it, but, like, when I was a little kid and The Exorcist came out and everything I heard about it scared me. Uh, I have an older brother who saw it and would use that against me, you know. And, and, uh, I saw it years later when I was older and... And there were parts of it that that were, I found frightening, but then there were parts I also found really funny. Yeah. And and so, and, but looking back when I was a wee little kid that I was freaking out over, it that I was just like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, that that freaked me. I see. I didn't see that until like later. The actually, like yeah. Until I was like a teenager, probably. Um, but it definitely freaked me out. Um, it's one of the you know great horror films. Of oh time. yeah. Um, but a movie, I remember, like, a movie, um, one one movie that freaked me out as a kid, and I think it was just, like, on HBO a lot, when I was, like, you know, probably, like, seven or something like that, was, I think it's called The Gate.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Uh, what's his name?
1: I forget who's in it. <laughs> that movie. F- he
0: was on the last season of True Detective.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, uh. Stephen Dorff. Yes, yeah. That movie freaked me out as a child. Really? Yeah. The for...
0: effects in it are horrible. I know. For some <laughs> reason, though. I was,
1: like, young enough that it was on mm-hmm. that it would give me, like, nightmares as a kid. Like, when I was, like, probably, like, you know, seven or eight years old or something like mm-hmm. that. And, like, I don't know. The way it was, like, shot or, like, the like the the freaky. Like, yeah. like I remember, like, the one scene, like, he has, like, an eyeball, like, in the center of his hand. Mm-hmm. And he, like, takes a piece of glass and, like, stabs it. Like, that freaked me out for some reason. Like I'd always be looking at my hand and being like, oh, my God, is there an eyeball in the middle of my hand? But, like, weird stuff like that, like, like some weird, you know, movie like that would freak me out as a kid. Like, yeah. It wasn't even, like, the mainstream, like, like you know, Friday the 13th. Like, those didn't scare me, really. Um, but, like, just something, like, a little, something a little off like that would always get to me.
0: <laughs> well, there was one movie uh, when I was a kid that really scared me. Was always on TV. It was uh, Black Sunday. Mm. It's an Italian horror film. Okay, I haven't seen that. With Barbara Steele. And it deals with a witch. A, a witch who's, uh, I forgot the name of the apparatus that this torture device that has spikes. And then they, it's like a coffin. Okay. And they close <laughs> it up and then she's buried. But then she resurrects. And when she comes out of this coffin thing, she's got holes all over. Yeah. And, and yeah. it, it, it was freaky. And Barbara Steele is, was hot. Yeah. Well, she still is. She's hot. Right. She's a hot old lady now, but she was hot way, way, way back in the day. Uh-huh. And, uh And, yeah, that movie w- would always scare me. And, I, and as a kid, I, I used to, like, think that she lived under my bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That, that, that would freak me out. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, stuff that was shot, like, stuff that wasn't, like, really gory, but it was maybe, like, haunting. A yeah, daily yeah. Shot like uh, yeah, that that's how yeah, Black like, Sunday uh, was. Like cemetery scenes. Um, like what was that other movie with the uh, the lady in white or something like that with the
0: uh, I don't know. Uh, the,
1: Catherine the, Hellman was it? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Is lady that, in white. Yeah, it was, it was a Disney movie. Yeah, but that like freaked me out a little yeah. bit too because it was like ghostly. It was yeah, like yeah. it wasn't like a horror really, but it was like supernatural like things in the cemetery like dead like she was dead and she kept appearing like those kind of images as, as like a kid right like, that freaked me out because i'm like oh this woman is dead but she's coming back you know like so like that kind of stuff freaked me out as a kid like the blood and then that kind of stuff i didn't really like I, I didn't like that 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 didn't upset me but like Ghostly things, like I'm like this could happen. Like this is, I was like this person could be in my house somewhere, you know? Right. Yeah. We're like we're like Freddie. I'm like I don't think he's here. You know? I don't know. <laughs> when they, when they were like looked real and they were ghosts, that's what freaked me out. Yeah. We well,
0: remember. Yeah, uh, you remember the movie Lady in Black? Uh, Lady in with, Black with the Harry Potter kid. What oh yeah 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was this Rathcliffe uh, was his name? Daniel Dan- Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Well, that was a play before it was a movie, right? And 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 I actually saw that in in New York. Oh, okay. And it was just a two man show, but there's also a woman who is the lady in black, and and you're watching this play, and and she's just popping up all over the place. <laughs> and for a play, it was really frightening. Yeah, you know. I'm sure. Yeah. And yeah, it was like really cool. And the movie, the movie didn't do the play justice. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, but, the play sounds pretty cool. Yeah, like that kind of stuff always interests me. Like how they do those like visual effects on stage. Well, what it
0: what it was with the, the lady in black is that there were three actresses. Yeah, okay. All playing the lady in black. Mm-hmm. So if she was here, and then all of a sudden she was here. Right, right. It was they See, looked that's, alike, that's but cool, it was though. a different person. Like theater of the, the mind. Yeah, vision. yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I'm it like, was really awesome.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: So uh, anyway. <laughs> the movie we're going to talk about today,
1: yes, let's segue into that,
0: <laughs> is uh The Fanatic starring John Travolta. That's right. Directed by Fred Durst. That's right. Written by him too. Oh
1: yeah, he wrote it too, that's right. And
0: if anyone's unfamiliar with Fred Durst, if you remember a band called Limp Biscuit.
1: I do remember. Yeah, I'd like to forget it, but yeah. I remember yeah.
0: That, yeah. No one likes Limp Bizkit. No, no, no. But yeah, but yeah, The Fanatic. The Fanatic, yeah. So,
1: I mean, you know, when this thing dropped, this film, uh, you know, there were stories all over the internet. Like, this is horrible. This is Travolta's worst thing he's ever made. Uh, it made no money. It would it make, like, three grand at the box office or something like that? Yeah. Okay, so it lost so much money. Honestly. But it was
0: in limited release. So.
1: <laughs> it was in limited release, yes. <laughs> but the fact that it was in release, I guess, was even more shocking. Really. Well, yeah where that got that got distribution but like Jane Silent Bob reboot can't like, like right yeah I don't understand that <laughs> I don't understand that concept at all but um, yeah this was this was I mean this was bad um, I like I was saying before like I, I went out of my way to rent it to watch the train wreck I I was like I really want to enjoy watching how bad this movie is and it was really bad I mean enjoyable at times because it was so bad but I was shocked that this was made. Yeah, I mean, Travolta. Okay, you know, I yeah, okay. His comeback was Pulp Fiction back in '94. Right, a long time ago. Right. Everything since then. I mean, I mean, you know, he had his hits after that. But then, anything, anything in this like past ten years?
0: Well, I saw Gotti.
1: Oh, I tried to watch
0: that. I could not, yeah. I, well, I was in New York. And I, I specifically picked that movie to see because, hey, you're in New York. Yeah. Well, let's go see Gotti. Why not? And, oh. I, you
1: know, I, I, rent, I rented it again, and I watched maybe about 40 minutes of it, and then I fell asleep. And I tried yeah. once more. I couldn't get through it. I, I was like, this is not
0: good. And it was directed by... Uh, Kevin Connelly. Yeah, from Entourage. Yeah, yeah.
1: I always uh, run into him. He owns the bar down the street from where I live. Oh, really? Um yeah um which i was like when i heard that he was directing and i was like why is he directing this and this is going to be another train wreck i feel like you know? right but that movie the Gotti went through like so much so much development and you know financing and like all this stuff and like it was just a piece of shit at the end of the day
0: right well all it was was really like gaudy's greatest hits yeah and travolta chewing up scenery
1: yeah it was, uh, I don't know. I you know I like John Travolta like in in certain things. Like obviously he's great in Pulp Fiction. Saturday, I yeah. agree. Like, Face Off. Like even that movie was is fun. Oh yeah, yeah. You know like oh he's got a lot of good movies. But like, Broken I, Arrow. Yeah. At the end of the day, he I don't I don't know. Like he he's a good actor, but he makes really poor choices. Or. You know, the Scientology's getting to him or something. I don't know. But, like, well, I think out of... Out don't of,
0: forget Battlefield Earth. There's your yeah, Scientology, Travolta, um, vanity project. But
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like he's either not a smart person at the end of the day, where it's like him making this this uh, um, fanatic movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I would think he's been in this a long time, this business, acting since he's a kid, right. you know, teenager. Um, I would think that him going to work on that film every day, starting off that first week, getting into that character, Moose. Okay. Don't you think he's saying to himself, like, this is not going to be good. he <laughs> would is, think this that. is. I, I may want to quit. Like, I don't know. Like, I would think, like, I I, I myself, if I start making something, I'm like, eh, I don't know about this. I, I don't, you know.
0: <laughs> well, well let, let me just give a brief yeah, rundown yes. of the plot. Sorry, yeah, we didn't even good do that. Perfect. Sorry. So, so... uh John Travolta plays Moose, who suffers from autism, mm-hmm. and he's an autograph hound, and he's he, he's a fanboy, and he's obsessed with a action horror star named Hunter Dunbar, played by uh, Devin Devon Sawa,
1: Sawa, Sawa, who
0: who you guys might remember from uh, the first Final Destination movie right. and Idle Hands, which mm-hmm. is a great horror film. That is good. Yeah, and so. He comes to face to face with Hunter Dunbar, and he wants him to sign something for him. And his, the dude is just rude to, to Moose, who's John Travolta. And then uh, things happen where Travolta starts going to his house, or Moose starts going to Hunter Dunbar's house, and then hilarity ensues. Yeah, and that's I guess. Hilarity
1: I've... doesn't sue. Not not intended. it yeah. yeah, doesn't sue. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's the yeah. He's pretty much playing this, you know, deranged uh you know fan Uh, right that that is that is they 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 say even travolta said that he's like kind of on the spectrum this character so they're saying you know he's he's like he's there you know (laughs) he sees he's he's, his you watch him that first scene it's like okay this guy is not well uh or lonely or depressed or it's just a fantasy world you know he lives in he lives in this you know fictional kind of like bubble
0: Right, but how does he function? For one thing, he does not have a job. Right. Yeah. And uh, except for hanging out in front of Chinese, well, Brahman's Chinese.
1: Yeah, I I assume that he, <laughs> he is one of the characters there, and he works for tips.
0: Yeah, but um, the character—he's he, a British constable.
1: Yeah, I don't is know his what character. It, he's a Keystone cop. Is that what he? Is that well, he's got a character? British accent, so. Okay. So he's he's one of the old movie cops, but he doesn't really know what film he's from. Yeah, neither (laughs) do we. Country, yeah, that's what I mean. It doesn't make sense. So like, either he, either he has money saved. I don't know. I I don't know. He kind of reminded me of uh, the real life uh, guy who played Superman uh, on the Boulevard.
0: Oh, Christopher uh, Dennis. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, so like that. uh, That guy's not. I've met him a couple of times because I made a web series called Batman of Suburbia, which we shot a couple of scenes this was a long time ago. I shot a couple of scenes down there. I played one of the characters on the mm-hmm. board, but I met that guy. Um, he was he was a little bit like like that, a little bit, but like not like not 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 full on crazy. Right. Um, he was very much into the character of Superman. He would uh, collect all the stuff. He kind of thought he was Superman Mm -hmm. for a little bit, you know. And um, he would try to get, like, autographs and, like, hound, like, celebrity, that kind of thing. But, like, you know, he never, like, I don't know, he had, like, his wedding and, like, uh, you know, where Superman came from. And the, I I don't know, there's uh, that whole documentary. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah,
0: there's uh, Metropolis, Illinois, actually. And they have... A statue of Superman. Right. I know in that movie. So I could see. There. I could
1: see like someone kind of basing Moose off of like someone like that. Yeah. You know, and then taking it to like an, an ultimate extreme level. Right. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I don't know. Like Travolta, like the the way he, uh, you know, he the and, and he. Came, I remember I was reading interviews about it. Like he really wanted uh, to to look the part. So you know he was saying you know he got the he got the mullet going he had the beard the mm-hmm. glasses the outfit. And he looked like a crazy person, you know? He did. And his name is Moose. So, I don't know. But... Uh...
0: <laughs> but uh Well, I have to say something in regard to Travolta's performance, and I have to put it in Tropic Thunder terms. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because in, in, I, I don't like the R word, right. but he did full retard. Yeah, I agree. I agree, <laughs>
1: yes. I was going to bring that up, and I was like, I don't know how we get around that. But, yeah. um, Yeah, he did. He definitely did. And it's... As you can see, it doesn't really go well when you do that. No, I mean.
0: and put but, so He's rocking everywhere, and he's, he, yeah. he drives around on a moped, and he's rocking on the moped. Yeah, as he's my driving favorite the moped. shot is
1: in the beginning when he's on that moped on Hollywood Boulevard, and that Scientology building is lit up yeah. behind him, like like it was like an ad. He's like, <laughs> like 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 it was in the contract. Like we gotta get a shot of me on this Vespa right. with Scientology side behind me. <laughs> they'll they'll fund some of the movie trust me Um, but yeah it's like he went full R and you know he uh, I I don't know and like Fred Durst directing and writing I'm just picturing the two of them like after he wrote this script and they're having like pitch meetings and stuff like the two of them are like giggling up a storm like this idea is like genius and how they're going to make it dark and you know it's like and then him getting Travolta to say yes like I don't know it's like He's trying to win an Oscar. It seems like.
0: Yeah, well, that's what he was trying to do with Gotti for sure, and with this, I think, I think too. But also, I did, I did watch a press junket interview with Travolta for this movie, and he was talking about because he has been doing like a lot of direct to video stuff. Yeah, and he was talking about how, you know, like he and Pacino and and like you know other actors too, like Gene Hackman, they would do like. One movie a year. Yeah. Or one movie every two years. Right. And he said, but then he just got to the point where he would do a movie every year or two years and then it it would be a dud. Yeah. So he figured, I'll do more and maybe something will hit.
1: He took the Nick Cage route.
0: Yeah, but he, but, he hasn't but he been, doesn't need the money. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't been as bad as Nick Cage, though. Because no. Nick Cage is doing like five or six I think the two of them year. need to do a movie together. <laughs> I, I really think this, Face-Off 2 needs yeah, to happen. Yeah, Face-Off 2, off of two would be cool. But
1: I hear that they're remaking Face-Off with someone else. Oh, they, really? I heard that, yeah. Face-Off 2 I would watch, and I think I think people would go to the theater to watch it. Right. I think that could be like their saving grace. A Face-Off directed, off remake would be like... Directed by a, Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he needs. I think he needs to be in yeah. Tarantino's next movie. <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's it's sad though because like it's like I don't know what will take Travolta or Cage. You know, they're kind of in the same wheelhouse a little bit. Like they're both very
0: well. You know,
1: well, Cage had actor. had
0: a critical hit with Mandy. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and there's a couple. There was another. I love him. Movie I love after Cage. that that he was in that I liked, but I can't remember the name.
1: I, uh, I love him. I think he's a great actor. Um, I haven't seen half of the news. I haven't seen most of the new stuff he's done just because yeah. it's, there's too much of it, first right. of all. And most of it's not good. And, right. Like, you're not going to watch it. But, um, <clears throat> it's like, it's like someone needs to learn it. Like they need to work with these directors that can control their like outbursts and their, their, their nuances, you know, cause they're, they're both very interesting actors. Right. Um, and especially Cage, like, he's got, like, these, you know, moments where he just does these, like, right. freak outs and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, Travolta and him should team up for something, I think. Um, I don't know. Someone Someone could come up with a very clever script for the two of them, almost playing sort of themselves, like, in the condition that they're in right now, I think. Right. And they both need to, like, team up or do something to, like save each other I don't know I don't know Mm -hmm. what it is but like I think there's something there
0: (laughs) (laughs) so with the basic story too of of the fanatic because uh, Travolta wants this actor to sign something for him and the actor's rude to him yes so there's a little bit of it like a David Mark Chapman aspect to it
1: right yeah and the fact that uh, he, he buys that, what is it, a leather vest from one of his movies or
0: something? Yeah, from Space Vampires. Yeah. So,
1: he, so he, Travolta somehow has the $400 or whatever it is. It was 300 300 to yeah. buy this thing. Yeah. Where he got that, we don't know. But that, it's his well, last... No, well, the
0: guy, the guy who owned the, the movie poster the store bookstore yeah. gave it to him.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: But he said that he owed him. He owed you know, him. He, he had a pay. Yeah,
1: it's was IOU. Um Yeah. So <laughs> that's how dad. had that's how down on his as luck this guy is. Is that he wants his last, you know, the money he did, that he doesn't have. He's buying movie props from right, yeah, you know, movies that no one's seen. Um,
0: but he has a really nice apartment. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: it looks like he lives like right above Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, like one of those like lofts or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he's he's like he's yeah he's in Hollywood. He's not like deep in the valleys somewhere. You know, it's like. Yeah, I don't know. Again, we don't know what he does or where he's got his money. Right. I'm thinking like his mother passed away, or something. Yeah, that that like, could be. Like his parent, like you know, it was kind of like yeah. Maybe his parents like never like, uh, you know, raised them properly or kind of like you know, ah, all right, moves or whatever uh, you know. Right. And then they passed away and he inherited their money or something. It's something like that. I'm thinking.
0: Yeah. You no, I, him, I could agree with you there. Uh, but but yeah, but, like
1: and then the, the the girl is trying to help him out by the girl who's him,
0: like paparazzi.
1: Yeah, she gives him uh Devin Sawa's address as like a Right, favorite. didn't she give
0: give him like a uh map to the stars? Oh yeah, the map to the stars. App. Yes. Yeah, the <laughs> app,
1: yes, which none of us have. Um, and she's like don't use this you know this is just for like shits and giggles right, <laughs> right. And, and then he's just like well
0: I'm gonna go see where he is you know
1: um, and then uh, and then he goes over there and stalks the guy pretty much yep. my favorite is like when it, that thing he does with like his ear remember like Travolta keeps like touching his ear and oh, smelling yeah. it oh yeah, yeah like that's like that's one of the nuances that he decided to give this character yeah he's rubbing his ear ear lobe And then smelling his fingers. Something like that. And he does that, like, several times throughout the movie. Like, while he's rocking. That's
0: weird. And
1: he, he, like, touches Devin Sawa, Like, spends the night with him, pretty much.
0: Yeah, because he he breaks into the house. Yeah. And then he comes home. Uh Hunter Dunbar, which is a weird name. (laughs) (laughs) He comes home. And so Travolta's hiding. And then, yeah, and then he, like, stays in the house for a while. He pretty
1: much stays until, like, dawn i believe like right like he wakes up there's a couple of close calls like, yeah i'm like you better get out i'm like talking on the screen you better get out of there travolta moose get out of there you know? but he just outstays his welcome like wanting to get caught or whatever right um and it's yeah it's just it's so creepy and weird and then yeah and then he oh his son is in the house too right right yeah yeah, yeah. and then things get a little dark because the sun is there and uh Oh, and then the uh what is it? The, the,
0: the, the Maid the let la- Latina maid. maid. Yeah, yeah. Who That's... Hunter Dunbar has made moves on.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we want to tell it. I mean, people might be dying to see this movie No, no I don't think anyone's <laughs> gonna see this movie.
0: She ends up dead.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. Because Moose accidentally kills her. Yeah, Moose kills her. And... Alright guys, there are spoilers. Yeah, spoiler so... oh, too late. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Moose accidentally kills her, and she just lays in the yard.
0: For the rest of the movie, well, until the end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, there was one point, I was like, what's going on with her? Like, where's she at? <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, I, I don't know, it was weird. And then, um, oh, the, uh, what is the part with, um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, when when he takes his kid driving somewhere, remember the, uh, the Limp Biscuit song comes on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he says some kind of remark, like, uh. Oh, you love Limp Bizkit, or something like that. Yeah, or yeah, something yeah. Like, I love this song, or something like that. <laughs> which no one would probably ever do. <laughs> That's like Fred Durris being like, well, i got to get my little thing in there, you know. Right. Um, has he directed any other films? Yes. There? What has he directed?
0: Yes. Uh, the Long Shots with Ice Cube.
1: Okay, I haven't seen that.
0: And before that, The Education of Charlie Banks with Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, okay. Which has a rating of like 6.6 6 on IMDb. Really? Yeah.
1: Jesse Eisenberg. So, but he's good, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Um.
0: I've never seen either okay. of those That's movies. That's interesting. And see, that
1: annoys me that Fred Durst gets to direct these movies. I,
0: well, I you know, he's directed a lot of music videos. Yeah. You know, aside some, from Limp Bizkit, but other bands. But too. someone's
1: giving him money to do these things. And I'm just like. I know. I hope after this movie, his directing career is non existent.
0: Oh I did not see anything on his IMDb after the Fanatic you might have the Fanatic too that's not happening <laughs> fact, I don't think I saw anything on John Travolta's IMDb after the Fanatic either
1: oh my god John, yeah I mean maybe look who's talking for for John Travolta
0: maybe uh, he should maybe get Christy to... Ellie back
1: oh my god see I would watch that I would watch that I'd go to the theater to see that just to see it'd probably be horrible but like
0: yeah <laughs>
1: like why not it's like they're 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 remaking and rebooting everything else. Like why not bring back those horrible eighties comedies at this point? Um but yeah, the Fanatic, um the other thing is like the the uh the tone of the movie it's it's pretty I mean it's they they, they they I thought they could have even went darker with it for some reason. Yeah. But they didn't know how. I think they didn't know how to like balance Travolta's character with whatever they wanted to do like like if someone else directed the script as is i think it could have been maybe better right like i don't know who like you know just put name any other director that has like an interesting touch you know to something like that like david fincher david fincher or uh you know even like like a tim burton or something i don't know like like something like that could have made his performance better. Like yeah, if he was going for something, and then like someone pulled them in and was like, "Hey, I know what you're trying to do. I think this is a good element, but maybe lose this. You know, maybe add that. You know, like it's just like David, uh, Fred Durst. How how is he supposed to direct one of the, you know, all time big actors? You know, how is he supposed to get a performance out of him? Travolta did not have any acting directing going on. Like, mm-hmm. like if you look at Tarantino and Pulp Fiction, like, Tarantino directed the. F- Fudge at a Travolta for that role, mm-hmm. I think, because I'm sure there's a lot. I'm sure Travolta went like way over the top at times. I'm sure with that role, and it was Tarantino that was like, you know, bring this down, like, right, do the like, you know, get get here, you know, because like I'm he, he is a big he overacts a lot, Travolta, so it's almost like there was no there was no leash on him at all for the fanatic. Right. It was just like go ahead, we're rolling three cameras, do whatever you want, you know. Here's the script do whatever take a take a risk you know right and no and no one was able to acknowledge like even in the cutting room the tourist isn't like this is we got to go back and reshoot some stuff you know <laughs> what i mean like there was none of that you know it was just like oh this is great you know yep <laughs> that's the problem i think
0: I don't yeah know. well it's weird well because you know I could, I could see the whole thing kind of like what they were going for is because travolta's character is not a psycho He's just mentally ill.
1: He's sweet at first. Like, yeah. like you know, and then and then he he, he snaps and turns because of the, the situation he gets into right. and, and the rudeness of, of Devon Sawa towards his character, you know? Yeah. And I could see that, you know, like, like that like again, if you relate that to like like Joker or something, you know, like it's it's similar tone where like, you know, this guy was kind of just like a nice person and people start treating him like shit. Right and someone's going to snap at some point. Because there
0: are other things that happen in a movie where people are not good to moose. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right, exactly. Moose. I mean, he he does kind of look like a moose, if you like. He think, does. Think the way he... <laughs> <laughs> like, the name and the script, and then Travolta just went nuts with the the wardrobe and attires and stuff.
0: Um, and I don't quite recall. Does he drug Hunter Dunbar's... Because oh, there's a point where, um, towards the end of the movie, where he's got Hunter tied to a bed.
1: Yeah. I don't remember if he drugs him or not. I don't remember how he got there. Um, that scene is pretty disturbing, I think. Like, when he's, like, on the bed. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he, you know, the, the, he has a gun, I think. Right. And there's the struggle and that kind of stuff. And it's almost like... I have to say, like for a minute, like Devin Sawa, like I, you know, when he when he's kind of like coaxing Travolta to be like, you know, I'm not gonna do anything to you. I kind of started to believe him at one point. Like I was like, I, you know, his acting's not horrible here. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, he could be, you know what? Like, uh, here, let me sign your shit. Sorry, all right, get the hell out of here. We're all good. You know what I mean? But like, then then he then he you know shoots him or shoots his what well, shoots his hand right? He shoots his fingers his off. Fingers off. Yeah. Well,
0: he. So, you yeah. know, Hunter Dunbar, Devin Sulla yes, shoots Moose's fingers off his hand. Right. Yeah.
1: This is at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. The the uh, third act climax here. Uh, yeah, so then Travolta is, is running around the house with missing fingers. Right. Bleeding everywhere.
0: Well, then he gets thrown down the stairs. Yes. And then he gets his ear shot off. Right,
1: okay. Yeah, so he's running around with like a shot ear, missing fingers, but he's alive and then then Devin gets shot somewhere in like the foot or something or like the leg I don't know no no, no he's okay. fine all right
0: but no he runs out of bullets right okay. and then stabs Travolta in the eye with his knife
1: yes that's right so now he's missing an eye an ear and, and, and fingers, fingers. So, yeah. he's a he's a disabled moose at this yeah point. so so then he
0: leaves well because. Hunter Dunbar feels bad. Like, oh my God, what did I right. do? Right, he lets him go. Yeah, he lets him go. He, yeah, he lets him go to bleed to death. suffer, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which is worse, maybe. So he he, let, he lets him suffer. He, Travolta leaves. The cops show up. Right. And the maid is dead in the yard.
0: Right, because the landscaper found the maid dead.
1: Yes. And, and he gets framed for it. Or right. He gets taken away. We don't know what happens. Right. He gets taken away on the suspicion that Devin Sawa killed the maid. Right. And no one ever saw Moose in the house. There's no cameras,
0: or nothing. But Moose's fingers are in the house, and his ear, and <laughs> <In> his fingerprints, <laughs> and his blood. And yeah. Everything.
1: So it's almost like they left, like they left, like us with like, a cliffhanger, almost. Like because you know the next scene, going now it's like where's Moose? You know. Right.
0: Well, then Moose is walking down Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. Fingerless, earless, yeah, but and now he's eyeless. like a,
1: he's, he's almost like a nuke. Now he's making money as like a a, a horror like subject as a character on the Boulevard. Look at that yeah. guy with no ear and no eye.
0: <laughs> well, and then then his paparazzi friend, yeah, finds him and she's like, "Oh, everything will be all right." But she's yeah. not like, "Oh, we need to get you to a hospital." Yeah, because you got. I'm sure you're Isn't bleeding. Is it the last scene? That.
1: Them just like on the Boulevard. And yeah, you know bleeding, and that's yeah. it, right?
0: Just walking.
1: Yeah, see, they, that's that's where I think the movie starts to get and, interesting. And
0: that character, the uh, paparazzi photographer girl, she's the narrator. Yeah, that's right. Okay,
1: I think that's where the movie was starting to get interesting. Like, like if we picked it up from the the, the ending scene. Yeah. And, like, some flashbacks of, like, you know. And then, then now it's, like, the police is on the hunt for Moose. He's walking around Hollywood. Like, he's all bleep. You know, he's, like, this crazy person. He's been through a lot, you know. Right. Like, now I kind of want to watch what happens to him. Like, <laughs> where does he go? Like, you know, like, how does he have a job now? Like, I don't know. Like, that that seems more interesting to me than this the whole story that we just watched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like, <clears throat> I have so many questions now I'm Well, it's about, sort
0: of like Joker Yeah, you know when it gets interesting, it's over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: I would watch the fanatic too. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, no, (laughs) that'll never happen. But I see. See, what I loved is like Travolta even like does a lot of press for this movie. Like he was on, Mm -hmm. he was on Jimmy Fallon. He was on another show, I think uh before it came out you know right and they're showing clips, and you know jimmy fallon is just always excited about everything like oh my god it's crazy you know like and Mm -hmm. i'm just like really like did you watch it like so like i want to see the post interviews now that it got slammed
0: right well there wouldn't be any no but like
1: (laughs) but that's what i like i want to see him on a show in like five months and being like so the fanatic like i want to see someone bring up that (laughs) like what happened or the commentary, the Blu-ray commentary. I would love to hear
0: that. Yeah, no. <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be very interesting. To see if there's any uh, bonus features on. But that it's not disc.
1: even bad enough where it's like you know the room, like it didn't. You know what I mean? Like
0: right. It's tolerable.
1: It's not good, but it's tolerable.
0: It is shot well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's and you know, Travolta's interesting enough to watch him and be like, "Where's he going with this?" You know. Let's see what he does. Where it's like at least at least he's a good actor, but you know, just taking this character on a on a way too, you know, far up a journey for something we really don't want to see. Right. <laughs> you feel bad for him, but you feel bad for the character and you feel bad for Travolta at the same and then you forget that they're kind of in the same situation, I feel like. <laughs> it's like like if someone did this to Travolta as a stalker, I feel like he would sympathize now with them after making this film. Yeah. (laughs) Probably would become friends.
0: Well, I mean, Moose's whole thing. And I guess the message for Moose was all he wanted was an autograph. Yeah. And for Travolta, it's like, all I want is another hit.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's sad at the end of the day. I don't know. I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that something comes out of, uh, Left field for Travolta. That's that's good. Box office wise, acting wise.
0: Well, one thing I noticed with Travolta is he's finally embracing his baldness.
1: That's right. He was wearing a hairpiece for a while, right?
0: Yeah, a bad one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, I like him. Like, shave the head, or like, mm-hmm. you know, do the the crew cut, or whatever, you know. Yeah, do the Bruce Will like Bruce Willis, you know, like like he did that a long time ago. Yeah. 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 I mean.
0: Because every time I've seen a movie with Travolta and he's got hair pasted on, it just looks really bad. Yeah. But a, a couple of the fanatic interviews I saw him in, he was just bald with a beard, and he looked good.
1: Yeah, he looks good bald. Like Cage, on the other hand, like I don't know what he's doing with his hair either, because his hair is always different. Like. Yeah, I'm like sure. He's he's, he's he's bald. Yeah. I think I think he's got a piece. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you can't keep up with all the. You know, you know what's interesting about Cage is like. For a while, his hair was different in every movie that he was in. Like, right. It literally was like, you know, it was like shaved or blonde or long or, you know, widow's peak. No widow. Like, you couldn't tell what was going on. Like, right, yeah. And that was part of the mystery, I think. <laughs> like, the people just assumed he had a hairpiece. And he might. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it's like, you just just shave the head, you know, go bald. Put a wig on if you have a character, you know. I don't know.
0: Well, I you know, I think that now he's 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 raw-dogging it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, that maybe someone will take him seriously. I think so. And give him um, something good.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know. I want to see. I, I feel like he's gonna play like when he's like older, or older. He's gonna play some like old man character that's gonna get him nominated again for something. I don't
0: know. No. Oh. Like yeah, like <laughs> like what Henry Fonda did with uh, what was it on, Go- on Golden Pond? Yeah, yeah,
1: something like that. And
0: then know? and then Peter Fonda. Right, did it too in a movie.
1: Like he should just go away for the next ten years. Yeah, you know, like like he doesn't he doesn't need the money. I'm like Cage. Like he's got his planes. He's got you know everything. You got. Like just live for ten years, do whatever, um, <clears throat> and then come back. Right, and then come back with something smart. I don't know. And the other thing, like you know, I wish I wish Travolta like could direct or something or produce or. or if he had other interests, you know, like behind the camera or something. Just not of,
0: Battlefield Earth Two.
1: <clears throat> yeah, not Battlefield Earth Two. <laughs> See the problem is like these people are just actors. They don't have any other like creative skill. Like he like he probably should be directing at this point, you know, but I don't think yeah. he, I don't think he has it in him, you know. And it'd probably be worse than a Fred Durst picture at this point.
0: <laughs> and as far as Fred Durst goes, he should quit.
1: He should quit. He the, shouldn't
0: have even started. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: I'm jealous that he gets to make films, even like shitty films. Like, where's our shot to direct a horrible movie starring John Travolta? Yeah, <laughs> right. It's true. I would, I would, you know, give my left nut to direct a a bad Nick Cage movie that went straight to, you know, TV at this point. <laughs> Just because, you know, that that's what that's what sucks is because like, as bad as we are like complaining about watching these movies, like these people are having a ball making them, you know? Right. Like, like, they're having fun doing them. And, like, yeah, they're getting their asses, you know, ripped a new one, like, at the end of the day when it comes out. But you know they're having fun doing it, you know? It's like... That that, that whole set, they probably just had a blast on every day making something probably. ridiculous. And they had no idea how bad it was going to be, you know? <laughs> They just did it.
0: <laughs> but... Yeah, because, I mean... They sent Travolta the script. He read it.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. It's like, if he says yes to this, that gives our chances of writing a script and asking him to do it even better, I would think. Right. (laughs) Hey, John, remember when you said yes to the fanatic? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Then you should do this. Yeah,
0: this is so much better. (laughs) Like the
1: cage. Like, you've said yes to every other movie. Now you're going to give us a no? Get the hell out of here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. And and they had a premiere for it too. It was at the Egyptian. Was it? Yeah, and 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 I'm a member of uh, American Cinematheque. Okay. And so I got an invitation and I just thought it was a screening because mm. I often go we'll get an invitation for a screening. Yeah. And then you just you go and it's free. And then a couple days before the screening I got an email saying, by the way, it's a red carpet premiere. Ah. So, But it doesn't change anything. We're just letting you know it's a red carpet premiere, so it might be a little busier, so you might want to get there earlier. So right then and there, I was like, ah, well, no, I'm not going to deal with that. I yeah. don't want to deal with that. But even though as, as, as a member, I I get to go in earlier. You
1: could have been sitting next to Travolta.
0: I could have been. <laughs> so I didn't go, but a friend of mine did go, who's not a member. uh uh-huh. And got in no problem, so I'm like, okay, so obviously, yeah, none of those American Cinematech members really wanted to go. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it sounds like a drag. And so, yeah, so I was, uh, you know, I was really curious, you know, what the crowd's reaction was. If anybody was like, that's
1: yeah, see, that's that's laughing. almost worth going to <laughs> because, like, if you ever go to one of these premieres or screenings, it's like yeah. it's either the cast or crew, and everyone loves it because you know the stars sitting right there, the director, right. you know, so everyone's like, oh, overly hyped and right. laughing and stuff. But then, like, when you go home and watch it, it's like oh, that's fucking horrible. Like, right.
0: <laughs> so I'm just wondering how the audience. Uh, now I wish I did go because I would have liked to, see, to like, see
1: how full it is. Like, yeah, the people are there.
0: And how they reacted to the movie. Yeah. And how Travolta reacted to the audience reacting. Yeah. And if it was just a lot of, like, uh, people not giving their true reaction because Travolta's right there. Part
1: of me, like, when, when I was watching that, I was like, oh, this is, I was like, this is cool that they shot this, you know, right in Hollywood Boulevard. Like, yeah. Travolta, literally, like, you know, they went there late at night. He dressed up as that cop, as mm-hmm. Moose. Mm-hmm. They just shot with the real people on, the, on Hollywood Boulevard, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. You know, like... You know, they probably had some things closed off, but I'm I'm guessing a lot of it was, like, covert right? shooting, low-budget stuff. Well, there is one
0: scene where Travolta's walking up Hollywood Boulevard and you see a guy with his phone and he's obviously recording Travolta walking by. Oh,
1: is there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I
0: mean,
1: that, see, that, that to me, like, I wish I knew they were filming. Because, like, that would be cool just to, like, see them filming that. Yeah. And, like there's probably people in that movie that don't even know they're in it. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's interesting about that, I would think. Because, like, I think that's what allured Travolta to it as well, is, like, kind of acting, like, in a real environment as this guy, Moose. Right. Like, with just tourists on the street of of Hollywood and, like, mingling and, you know, he probably improvised some stuff, you know? Like, I'm guessing, like, with, with a lot of the characters that were on the sidewalk and that kind of thing. So I think he liked that kind of, like grungy like kind of like uh you know we're filming you know, but like we don't you don't really see the cameras that kind of thing you know so mm. i don't I, mean, I don't know how they shot it but like i'm guessing a lot of that those scenes were kind of like that right um so i could see him kind of like getting like a kick out of that like as far as like eh, people may not know it's me you know that kind of thing so that's kind of cool I, i'll give him that you know that that, that that thing is always kind of exciting that kind of thing but
0: well i think what we need is like a documentary about the making. Yeah, of we do. Yeah, the I, I think
1: we have to make it. PJ. I, mean, I don't know if anyone else is gonna take that. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about it. You know, like, you know, that's the thing. Five years from now, that might be the big thing. Like, hey, remember this movie? Like, now there's a documentary on why it was made. <laughs> yeah, like the behind the scenes, you know, version of it or whatever. But yeah, see, like going to a and A or like a Q&A of the film, you know, mm-hmm. when they have the director there afterwards, that'd be fun to do for this kind of movie. Right. You know, those are the things I like to do. I want to do more of those things. I always try to do more of those, but, yeah. Yeah, me too. Easier said than done sometimes. I always admit, that, but now I live up the street from the Arclight. I can walk to the Arclight. Oh, you're that close? Yeah. So okay. So, I'm like a five minute walk. So, I'm kind of like excited to like go back there now because they have a lot of the, that kind of stuff there mm-hmm. So you got to look at their calendar and see what's coming up, you know, take advantage of that. Right, of no,
0: they the just table. had one for the Lighthouse with Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that that's what, like, living in L.A. and Hollywood, those kind of things you always take for granted, but they're pretty cool when, when you get to go to them. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. But as far as Travolta, I don't know. Uh, I'm curious to see what's next for him. Yeah, me too. I think he's going to be okay. Financially, but,
0: oh, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be fine. You know, I'm sure. Sure, we he's, may he's we still, may not be fine. He's still. I'm sure he's still making money off of Saturday Night Fever and of Pulp course. Fiction. And yeah,
1: yeah. See, yeah. See, there's, there's another thing, like like Saturday Night Fever, and then staying alive, which was awful. Yeah. See, see, he just makes. <laughs> see, see what I mean? But there's like a. If you look at his career, there's a there's these mistakes that are made consistently, like every couple years right you know like he's had a lot of bombs he's had a lot of hits but i think he's had more bombs than hits
0: well i think one of the things that attracted him to staying alive was that sylvester stallone was directing it yeah i agree but like that was also a bad mistake for him (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) like it's just i mean if i could go through his filmography it's just like oh my god it's like this one this one this is bad you know um i don't even know it's like he, he, after, after Pulp Fiction, he had a good, what, six, seven years of hits, I would say. Maybe.
0: Yeah, there was uh, Phenomenon, Michael.
1: Michael, Get Shorty. Yep. Um,
0: a Broken Arrow, Face Off.
1: Face Off.
0: I'm sure there's other ones. Or was the one, uh, was it Swordfish? Swordfish. With the hackers? yeah. Yep. With Hugh Jackman.
1: So he made, like, a, a boatload of money during those years. Yep. And then after that, it was like back to, you know, whatever, the usual shit. I guess. (laughs) I mean, even in the uh, even in the nineties. I mean, even before Pulp Fiction. I mean, he had his Look Who's Talking movies. Those were successful. I mean, for comedy. Right. (laughs)
0: Because what was that? That movie that he made with Olivia Newton-John. That was not Grease. Oh. Which kind of killed both of their careers for a little while. I forget
1: what that was called. Yeah, I know what you're talking about though. Um, Yeah, I don't
0: know. Yeah, because it was about like there was angels involved and they had to like get together. Yeah. Yeah, Obviously the title's not worth remembering. No. No. (laughs) Now
1: I'm like so curious to look up his filmography just to see what what other uh, (laughs) what other disasters he may have had
0: There was some revenge film I remember watching a year or two ago. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like a Death Wish type of thing with John Travolta, and he had a bad wig, and it was just bad.
1: There's a movie called The Poison Rose he did in 2019. All right, let's see. Let's 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 do this real quick. Let's see. All right. <clears throat> so we got Saturday Night Fever 1977, 1978, Greece. Urban Cowboy,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Look Who's Talking, the first one was 89. And then Pulp Fiction, 94. We're missing some of the Look Who's Talking, I think.
0: Yeah, and there's got to be that. This is a
1: Fandango filmography. This isn't. But (laughs) after Pulp Fiction, Get Shorty, Broken Arrow, Phenomenon, Face Off Michael, Primary Colors, remember that one? Oh, yeah. General's Daughter, that was big. Uh, Battlefield Earth was two thousand. That was the first bomb. Um, Swordfish, yeah. <clears throat> then he then he did Ladder Forty Nine. Then yeah. then he did like a bunch of uh, Hairspray. That was his last big hit. Remember that? Oh uh, yeah. That was the last one. Old Dogs with Tim Allen.
0: Yeah, I remember that. <clears throat>
1: and now uh but he took he took like a chunk of time off like here and there. So, I don't know. I'm sure he's going to take some time off now and <clears throat> come back to us in a few years and I'm sure all will be fine with the fanatic trilogy by then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be, we'll be back here recording the uh, follow-up.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, well, what's your final assessment of uh the fanatic.
1: My final assessment is: if you like bad, if you like watching bad movies, watch this. Um,
0: I would say it's a good bad movie. It's a good
1: bad movie to watch. It's like ninety minutes, right? So you can be doing other things while you're watching it. I don't think you need to be sitting down. You know,
0: and you it can, truly is funny. It is intentionally funny, funny. If
1: you live in LA, I think also watch it because you get to see you know yeah anything shot on Hollywood Boulevard is always fun to just watch that. Oh yeah. Um, I think everyone is familiar with the world as far as like you know, a fan being obsessed with a celebrity mm-hmm. and we all know like those people that are like, Oh my god, there's the mean we gotta pick no just leave them alone, you know, like we we all know those people, so like this is an extreme version of that. I would say watch it. You know, I mean it's 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 bad. It's not the worst movie I've seen, but it's pretty bad. And if yeah. anything if anything, watch it for Travolta's acting uh choices, I would say. Yes. And see and just see like I think it's cool to compare, like, you know, if you're a fan of his, like, you know, you watch him in Pulp Fiction, watch him in Greece, watch him in everything else, and then watch him in this, and then be like, okay, why did he make these choices? Or like, you know, he's been doing this a long time, so, like, for him to, like, choose this movie and make these choices as Moose, it's just a, it's, a, it's an interesting um, analysis of an actor, I would say. Right. Know? It's always, especially when they take a part like this, and they think it's going to be like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be real good and you kind of sit there and watch this train wreck happen and you're like "Eh, i don't know man
0: (laughs) well i just think it was like some artists actors musicians whatever that they just choose to burn out then to fade away you know
1: yeah yeah i mean uh and a lot of them they, they you know they can't uh they they miss the spotlight they miss working right like i can't imagine what kevin spacey is doing right. Like, he is, yeah, yeah, but, like, (laughs) we all know why, and for good reasons, but, like, he was the kind of guy that had to be doing something all the time, right? acting, uh, award shows, whatever. He was busy, like, and for him to just be like, you know, like, he's going nuts, I'm sure, you know.
0: But, I mean, it will look like Gene Hackman and Sean Connery. Those guys are just like, I'm done. I'm done,
1: yeah. And, like, I would kill to see Gene Hackman in something else. Like, he's amazing, you know. And
0: uh, Although I hear he's like a diva and oh i'm sure yeah or like people like, uh, like working you know, with him like rick Moranis,
1: <laughs> another one he's retired yeah like like I, everyone would kill to see him in the new ghostbusters you know or whatever right. you know so it's like those people like you know what they, they're like yeah i'm done i'm good you know and you got to give them credit for that you know it's it's probably not easy to walk away from a career like that you know
0: yeah
1: um but a couple of people do it and it's, they're, they're probably smarter than most people, I would say. Yep. At the end of the day.
0: <laughs> and speaking of done, yes. that does it for this episode of Cinema Puridiso. And uh, I'll see you again soon with more bad movies. Cinema Puridiso is recorded in Burbank, California. Please follow us on Instagram at Cinema